Okay. So my first question is, can you go ahead and tell us about Greatest Wish? Yes. A short or abbreviated version of the history of Greatest Wish is um, probably about 16 or 17 years ago, our family was blessed to um, help sponsor a young man um, from Kenya. Um, came here as a student um, and um, arrived actually on our doorstep right before Christmas um, with nothing but a sweatshirt. And um, Idaho winters are really cold, especially to people from from countries south of the equator. They're just almost unbearably cold, even for us Idahoans that are hardy and used to the weather. And so we were able to help him get set up with some warm warm winter items and some boots and gloves and coat and a coat. And um, he thrived here at school and went on and went to Harvard and is a great, um, great individual now. And we still have close relationships with him and his um, wife and four wonderful sons. And then our family was able to sponsor probably about seven years ago, help another family sponsor another young man who came also from Africa. He came from Burkina Faso and he, um, Arrived and same sort of situation, just um, even if he had the means to purchase items at home, there just really aren't items to purchase in Burkina Faso um, or, you know, most African countries or maybe all that are um, suitable for our Idaho weather. And so we were able to help him um, get set up and he became just part of our family and still is. He and his wife still are um, just extent, an extension of our family. And um we're able to help him, and he he mentioned to me that there were periods of time, even though we were able to provide him some warm things, that um, you know he was an excellent student, and um, but that he it made it hard some days to even want to leave the apartment and go to school because he knew how cold he would be. And and I I love um, I'm an incredible fan of BYU Idaho. Um, I have almost well, I have three sons that graduated, one that will graduate in December, and then one that's starting school in January. And, um, um, you know, BYU-Idaho provides this world-class education. And um, it's so sad to me. It was so sad if, if these um, amazing students from all over the um, world traveled here and that a, a simple thing like a coat or gloves or hat could be such a huge thing to them that it would be hard for them to participate in the full extent of the educational opportunities here. And so we were able to help this friend and through helping him in a series of just other events we decided we wanted to do this on a on a grander or larger scale and so three years ago almost exactly we held our first event and I could find the numbers and stuff but we still had probably 60 or 70 students come and gave away coats mainly then we focused on winter gear and coats and hats and boots as we could come as we could get our hands on them and never forget um, uh, uh, a couple students traveled from um, they walked over because we held these events at the time at my husband's clinic which is in town so students could walk and we could still fit the events there um, these young men walked with socks and they had nothing but socks and flip-flops and we even have pictures we took with them wearing their socks with flip-flops through deep snow shortly it was shortly before Christmas three years ago and um we were able to help them as much as we could, and um, so so it's just it's just snowballed. Um, no pun intended about the snow snowballed <laughs> since then, and um, it um, we feel incredibly blessed to be able to help. You know, I, last I counted, we're right around 800 students that we've helped, and and I can't even begin to count the number of items we've given away because we also. Um, have asked for donations of all sorts of clothing items. And so 
students will come and, you know, leave with 20 things, 20 items or, you know, um, you know, we, we just really are incredibly appreciative of um, generous donations. And we just feel like it was the Lord's plan that this is something our family helped with. And we've just been working hard at trying to make that possible since then. But our second young man that we helped um, from Burkina Faso, we were helping him when I was talking with him and shortly before Christmas, and he was going to do an internship in New York and um, super stellar um, young man. And, and he and his wife were just amazing. And I said to him, because we were able to help him a little bit with some extra things as he left for New York for this internship. And I said to him, we're helping you because we know the day will come that you pay it forward, that you, you know, take, you know, what you've gained from BYU-Idaho and from your education and help others. And without hesitation, he said to me, that is my greatest wish. And so that's why we named it Greatest Wish, because the intent is that we are able to, in some small way, help these students better adapt to and and function in our, our wonderful Idaho weather. And then they, in turn, take um, their amazing education and experience from BYU-Idaho and go wherever they go back home around the globe and and pay it forward and help others. And that's why it's called Greatest Wish. I think that's absolutely beautiful. It sounds like a, a, like a movie. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know about that, but it's, it's been, you know, we, we have felt incredibly blessed in some small way per, um, participate and just we know that it's the Lord's plan that we we help in this small way and that we've seen blessings from participating in Greatest Wish. Mm-hmm. And when is your next event? We're trying to have one really soon. We typically have one in the fall and the winter, and we're trying to. It's not set in stone. We're, my husband served on campus um, as a bishop for years, and um, he had a, and still has amazing students that they sort of came and ran the event for us and they were so helpful and they, you know, they had done it for several semesters and several of them graduated or got married. And so we're trying to recruit and train, you know, our next helpers because it really is not possible. You know, I have great family help and, and friends will help, but it's, you know, not really possible to do it just on my own or just even with the resources that I have as far as friends and family to volunteer. And so we're trying to coordinate. I'm I'm hopeful that we can do something before Thanksgiving, but the date is yet to be set. But once we have that date set, we will um, broadcast that and get that out. And and um, we really, you know, we really hope to do it before Thanksgiving. I I wish we could have done it a month or so ago, but it just it just wasn't possible. And we we probably didn't have enough donations as we near the time that we, you know, make a commitment to have an event, it's amazing because donations just start coming in. And I attribute that to the Lord's hand in in this. Fantastic. So then the best way that the community could help is by volunteering to help out, right? Yeah, or um, volunteering to help and or um, donations. We we really can't do it without donations because we have, you know, some people in the community, even like Rexford Clothing Outlet has been incredibly generous and donated large amounts of um, things in the past. My husband's family owns a motel in Jackson Hole, and they do a big cash donation that we're able to purchase coats and um, winter gear in my husband's um, medical practice. Does a big donation. We're able to purchase coats, but we really... Right now, I, we have enough donations, I think, to um, have, hold the event in the next couple of weeks. But then we, when we hold these events, we actually 
hope that everything is taken. We love it when everything is taken, and then we sort of start from square one, trying to round up some donations again. And and a wonderful stake in our area recently um, had a, some service projects, and they brought some items that they had collected. So so yeah, donations, and then and then help is always wonderful. But it sort of has to start with with donations, just because you know we just need to have things things that we can give away to these students. You know, and and often they come and they ask if what they have to pay for these items, and 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 the answer is nothing. We just we um, just give them away. You know, the international student office is is incredibly helpful in um, sort of helping spread the word to students because we typically try initially when we hold an event to to offer it to the students that are international students. Typically, we even sort of shoot for south of the equator, you know, because people, international students from Canada, they grew up, you know, with warm weather, you know, with clothing to survive cold weather and stuff. And so we work with the international student office and they're able to sort of send out an email to the newest students that have arrived that semester from anywhere in Africa, South America, you know, we, we attract, you know, that's, we try to, as international students, the student office calls it, cast the net. That's where we cast the net first is, um, you know, we, these last events, we've had a lot of students from India come, a lot of students from the Philippines, um, a lot of students from Africa, um, um, South America, just people, you know, especially those countries and those students that come from areas that they even like I said, even if they had the ability to go and buy these items, they just aren't even for sale. If we hold an event and still have some things left over, we typically try to open it up to all international students, but we really try first to offer things to the first semester students. And there are always several hundred of them, you know, or or there's several hundred and maybe the email is sent out to 150 or so students each semester. Awesome. And is there anything else that you'd like listeners to know? Just how grateful we are to, in some small way, help and how grateful we are to those that generously donate. We, um, over the years, have tried to figure out, is it worth the time and effort and money to become an official nonprofit organization? Because then people, you know, might feel more inclined to donate or businesses and stuff. And, and you know, there's 27 pages of paperwork and it's several hundreds of dollars to do that. And we've just, every time we think about that, we just feel like that. $300 and our time and effort is better spent purchasing more coats, trying to do the best we can um, to get the word out and to help these students. And so we just are incredibly appreciative to those that have donated and those that may may want to donate. Typically, we don't spread the word really well to the BYUI student population about this. And I sometimes we get donations from students, but typically it's from people um, in the community or, or businesses or, you know, wonderful wards and stakes in the community. So if there's students that, that hear this and that have just an extra coat or an extra couple pair of gloves or some boots that they just don't like or don't need, it would be amazing to have those donations because I really feel like students may have a lot of things that they could help support their fellow students. I, I can pick the donations up or my husband business is in town and sometimes people donate and just drop things off there because it's more convenient than bringing it out to our house or if I knew there were things I needed to pick up I would be happy to swing by and do that as well if people had donations so super appreciative to those that donate we just couldn't do it without the donations and appreciate them very much sounds good well thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today yeah thank you so much for reaching out 